Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Days and Infuse. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. And tonight we're very fortunate to have Devin Langford, the Hydro Chef, with us. Devin, welcome. Hey, the dude abides. Uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I made it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to have you on tonight, Devin, because this is going to be a fun show. I, I really had a great time being on your show uh, many months ago. And uh, it's, it's a pleasure to have you back. And I have to say that when I was on your show, I was freaking schooled by your hydro guys who were there. I thought they were just some stony characters hitting the, hitting the dab, man. They're like scientists. It was, it was very cool. And I had a great time. It was super, well, super mean, chill. Well, shout out to everybody that's dazed and infused out there listening. And uh, I think what we learned is when we all get in the studio or on the phone together, there's something to be learned by everybody. Um, you know, I've always said you can learn something from a crackhead. You can learn something from a baby. I try to be somewhere in between there. You know, I, I might not have all the answers, but I've got a couple people that will answer it. Even a crackhead on call if you need one. <laughs> I like it. I just thought that the, their depth of knowledge with your field in terms of being hydroponic growers and um, providers to that industry was really, really cool. I um, When I say I got schooled because I didn't know there was so much in it. It just seems so like random. I've never been, I've had grows before, you know, but I wasn't on really the front line and what they brought to it was just really amazing. And I think you guys really know your shit. So that's really cool. I dig it. Well, what's unique about hydro, it's one of the, uh, uh, few shaped fields in gardening that hasn't been like explored in super in depth. Um, we're still scratching, scratching the surfaces of it. And, uh, I mean, it's a 2000 year old technology that we still are learning things from today. And uh, hopefully someday, not only will people worry about their medicine being grown hydroponically, but they care about their food being hydroponically grown, which is you know, yeah. good for the environment and good for the uh, pocketbook. Totally. Totally. So if you're poolside, have you already uh, taken a drag? Are you, are you there already? You've already arrived? Um, you know what? I'm, I'm three dabs into the evening and I've got a glass of some uh, whiskey and some hors d'oeuvres. I'm ready to chat. Nice, baby. I'm, I'm going to hold on. I'm feeling kind of chatty, not chatty. Okay. Here, you're going to hear this. Yeah. That's what you think it is. That's it. Out of boy. I'm going to light the torch. There you go. Where's my torch? Well, this is a fun episode because um, normally I'm very serious, but I just want to talk to you about stuff like your chef background. Where, where'd you learn your culinary arts? I mean, um, was it classic or were you just in the kitchen like me where you just got in there, you were a prep and then you were a Sue and then you got the front line. Where, where'd you get your experience? So for me, it's a unique situation because it, it, it's funny. It's like, uh, I use a, a Mitch Hedberg analogy. It's like you work your ass off to be a really good chef. And, uh, you know, you go to cooking school. I went up to cooking school up in the Sierra Nevada foothills at a community college, a Cordon Bleu accredited program. And then, you know, you work your butt off to to be a chef. And they're like, oh, you can grow food or you can cook food, but can you grow it? 
And then, you know, the slow food movement hook hits, the farm-to-table cannabis, uh, farm-to-table food movement hits also. And people want you to grow your own food, not just cook it. And then, um, you know, from going to a community college and seeing, uh, you know, a lot of chefs struggle in this industry and supplementing my income with cannabis and growing and growing my own medicine kind of led to a job in the horticultural industry while still doing the cooking thing. So I don't know. It's like I never tried to get away from cooking, but I was always led away from it. And the more I got into hydro and gardening, the more it brought me back to cooking. (laughs) Right on. So did you go to Butte or where'd you go? Oh, no, that's actually Columbia Community College up there in the Sierra Nevada foothills. Got it. Um, okay, right cool. Outside, yeah, right outside of Yosemite and stuff. Yeah, man. If you're a huge, you... you know, a, a huge culinary capital up there. I mean, all the, uh, I don't want to say, but I'll say all the white trash kids, we all go up to uh, work <laughs> in Yosemite. And learn and learn the finer aspects of mountain cuisine. Yeah, man. If you're from California or if you visited California, the foothills are a different culture entirely. They're very entertaining and very fun, but different indeed. You know, <laughs> it's a different way of life. Different cooking style too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, hey, uh, right now with the COVID thing going on and uh, self-isolation and quarantine, you know, I, I've been, you know, with my brand Shuggies, we've been pushing out on Instagram, you know, make anything in your pantry and into an edible. Do you have anything that, you know, comes to mind really quickly here about, you know, what people can do with maybe cannabis or maybe not just making something that's really delicious, maybe stony from stuff in their pantry they got at home. You got any ideas for people at home? I, oh, sure man, I, would dig I, got it. A, I got a couple. I got a couple recipes off the top of my head. And I'm going to take it a step further. Um, we're going to do a we're going to do a post on Instagram, and whoever comments in the comment section of what they're making at home, and uh, we're going to pick a random winner. And whatever they're making with Shuggies at home, we're going to hook them up with a magic butter machine. So we're going to Love do a giveaway for your for your listeners. For oh, me, the magic butter machine I'm, is magic. Love that it's thing. Super versatile. You can use it in so many situations, from cooking to tinctures to all that. Me, I'm a cocktail guy. So uh, right when I think of you of the sugies, I like to take a a classic drink, the old fashioned, Ooh. and uh, I, I elevate it with sugies. So I'll take a lemon and I'll slice the lemon in half. Taking my blowtorch, I'll put the sugies right on top of the lemon, and Dude. then almost creme brulee burn the sugies into the lemon. Then I'll Damn. cut the lemon off. Oh my god! I'll put the lemon on top of an ice cube, put some bitters on it and then make my cocktail on top of the sugies. The sugies burns with the alcohol and the bitters, and you get that sugary um, um, or earthy flavor from the lemon that's burnt, along with that woody flavor of the whiskey combined with the sugies and the bitters. It's just an all-around nice way to round off a drink. And when your friends see you pull out the blowtorch to make them a drink, they're going to be tripping. Okay, you got to hear this. That was amazing. I love it. Right on, yeah, brother. Know, not just hydro knowledge. We got a little drink knowledge, too, for you. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, how about, like, in the edible space? So, what would you suggest, like, just in, if someone making a cookie or something or anything like that? So, one of my favorite things to cook with um, for desserts that people really go underutilize is olive oil. Olive oil makes wonderful cakes. It makes wonderful frostings. I mean, you could mix uh, it for lots of different methods. Olive oil is so versatile. And if you did some sugies into some olive oil, you would instantly have a sweetened olive oil that you could use for a variety of different um, 
home baked goods, not just for savory, because we know olive oil is most traditionally associated with savory goods, but there's traditional, awesome Italian dishes that you can use olive oil on, and including like an olive oil custard too. So the, the possibilities are endless with sugar. That's it's really one of the things in my pantry. We're in we're in the doomsday prepper world now. Okay, we used to laugh <laughs> at those guys years ago. We used to oh, think, no. think they were kooky old guys, Chad doing their thing. Now, dude, if you don't have a stockpile of pantry and some sugars in your, your pantry, you might not make it through this apocalypse. No, man, you got to have the basics, right? You got to have, you know, the fundamentals. I'm telling you what, um, grow, grow products is toilet paper and, uh, the sugars is the meat. (laughs) I love it. Thanks, man. I love the shout out. I really appreciate that. Um, it's a weird time though, isn't it? I mean, just with everything that's going on and people sitting at home and doing things, you know, I mean, God forbid the internet shout out blows to the up. People not sitting home too. Like shout out to all the guys that actually went to work when it was awkward to be around people and people were looking at you weird for wearing a mask at oh. work. Like dude, shout out to everybody that showed up to keep the cannabis movement and the machine rolling still, because those are the heroes right now. And let's be honest, they're not the guys making the CEO salaries. They have the dudes showing up every day to support their family and keep the Front-liners. cannabis and machine moving. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, I, I think, in in fact, I, I don't normally do this, but I just shout out to uh, the governor and to the BCC hey. and getting us into, yeah, man, and getting us into the critical industry stage because much, and you know this by heart, not a lot of bad shit happens when you're stoned. You know, it's like if you want to mellow out a crowd, you're not giving them alcohol, right? And so... I think the state's got their heart in the right place here and keeping cannabis stores open and accessible and deliveries accessible for everybody is a godsend to all of us. So God bless everyone there trying to make that happen. And also shout out to first responders and the hospital people and the doctors, you know, all the nurses and the doctors and the support staff. I mean, they're doing a great job and you know, they deserve some praise for sure. Absolutely. Under some of the most trying conditions too. Um, imagine okay. going to work in, in a kitchen and not having your gloves, your sanitary gloves to do work or, or going into a kitchen and not having the proper equipment that you need. Like a pot holder, just the simplest shit these guys are having to do without. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing that they're able to, uh, to endure. And, uh, you know, we're going to pray that it keeps going in the positive direction and that, you know, at, at the end yeah. of the day, we can all maybe make a joke out of all this at the end of the day and that it, that it somehow benefited us in some weird silver lining way. Well, I think it did. I think uh, it is creating community again. I think we were lacking that in this country because of this. It was too easy for a while. So hopefully that is going to have a positive benefit. Are you talking to your brothers and sisters in the restaurant industry right now? I'm sure you are every day, right? Yeah, we've been trying to find um, supplemental ways for them to uh, work in an essential industry. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you ask me, the restaurant industry is an essential industry. But, you know, they've deemed the cannabis industry and the gardening industry and the agricultural industry is essential. So, you know, if you're a chef and you're looking for a gig right now, they're out there. And, um, you know, sitting at home and getting an unemployment check is an opportunity right now, too. But, you know, finding a new path in the cannabis and cooking thing, that's also another path for people that they, that they need to look into. Now's the time. And I mean, me and you are a perfect example of this. Do your podcast, do your idea, do your cooking show, do, do your recipes, do your blog that you always wanted to do. Now's that opportunity. If you, if you hate being in the kitchen, there's never been a better time to go into the garden. 
If you hate being in the garden, then hell, maybe it's time to start reevaluating your life. <laughs> I like your take on it. And I like your advice to other chefs out there. I, I Because your path has showed you the way and showed you this really interesting way of life and getting the garden into your interior world of the chef. And that's really cool. So I, if you're out there listening and you're a chef and you're collecting unemployment, um, you might want to think about what Devin has to say. We're going to go to our first break here. Devin, we'll be right back with you. And we're going to talk about CBD bullshit. And we're going to leave it at that. We'll be right back with Daisy. Permission to get high on our break? All right. Do it. Do it. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Dazed and Infused with Latham Woodward. We are back with Devin Langford. Devin, when we left it, we we're just talking about chefs and gardening and all sorts of cool stuff. Very stony conversation. I appreciate it because I need to lighten up right now. It's a lot of bad news coming from every direction. Uh, we're going to talk about CBD bullshit because it's kind of my thing right now. I'm sick of seeing commercially available CBD at Ralph's Vaughn's. Safeway, CVS, Walgreens. And I'm just, my friends are like, I can get CBD at Safeway. And I'm like, that's a bunch of bullshit. You're not getting CBD. You're getting some snake oil. What's your take on this, man? You come from the professional side of it. I'd love for people to hear your take. Well, I mean, 
there is a lot of bullshit to wade through in the CBD industry. Um, I, 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 I'll go out on a limb here and say not all products sold at a uh, commercially available, um, you know, big box store isn't all bullshit, but there are very few reputable brands out there right now. You got any names? And, uh, I'd love to spread that info if you know anybody, you know, because I'm seeing well, a lot of crap. Well, and that thing, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, CBD source from China right now. There's right. a lot of CBD source from inferior um, producers. Um, CBD Living, right off the top of my head, they're, they're one of the people that I, I mess with uh, religiously because I know that they're, they're working hand in hand with uh, 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 California and Colorado hemp producers. And so oh, wow. you know, no, knowing, knowing what goes into your product right out the rip is going to help you have a better experience. With uh, CBD, you, a lot of the Give them a shout out again. What's their name? CBD Living. Shout out okay. to CBD Living. Those guys have right been on. doing it for many moons. They got the, the CBD water, CBD uh, roll-on applicators. Uh, they've been on the show too. So a big advocate for CBD. Talking about CBD when it wasn't cool. You know, now right. CBD is the number two search term on Google. Yeah. It's been, it, it's what cannabis never has been able to do yet. You know, it, it, it's broken the stigma and it's found its way into mainstream society. You're seeing, you know, more and more people finding a way, a loophole, if you will, to put the CBD food infusion products into their meals, whether it be, uh, you know, with, uh, with tinctures or, or olive oils that weren't necessarily uh, marketed for food, but can also be used in food. So CBD is a completely new aspect of the culinary world too. So, right. I mean, Latham, you can speak on this. Everything's been done to death in food. You want to talk fusions, infusions, bifusions, Asian fusion. There's fusion for every type of person that wants to do it. But you know what? There's not a ton of recipes on the internet right now. CBD infusions. Um, and now back to talking to the, the, the aspiring uh, CBD chefs and cannabis chefs. Now is the time to get your recipes and your ideas out there. Because Absolutely. This is a, a, a surface that's just barely getting explored. And uh, the true pioneers right now, they're going to be the, I mean, they're going to be the Jack Carreras. They're going to be the, the, the names that are recognized in the future who, who actually put themselves out there and right. are, are willing to talk about it. Because there's so much misinformation out there. And so many people don't understand the benefits of, uh, of say, combining CBD with THC. And Latham, you can talk to this all day. CBD is great. But when you get the beneficial qualities of the THC paired with the CBD and you get the uh, synergistic effect, a holistic. that's when you get real healing. That's yeah. when you get real solve of uh, real life issues. Um, at the end well, of the day. I, I use a 25 to 1 every night, man. Every night I use a 25 to 1. And it has changed my life. And I think that's a life. good ratio. For me, I've settled on that. The 40 to 1 didn't do it to me. But 25 to one was better, you know? And the reason why, because the CBD is more effective when it is paired with the THC. Yeah, entourage, uh, there's, entourage. There's, there's studies out right now um, with the entourage effect and not, not just with that, but with the terpenes too, you know, like when, when you're able to combine the right terpenes with the right THC and the right CBD, you have more of a chance alleviating the uh, ailment that you were attempting to than if you were to just be taking 
CBD isolate by itself. Right. There is there there's a there's a huge uh, uh, misconception right now that CBD is the cure all, but it's uh, there's there's a method to it, and I think the more that you can do this on your show, and the more you can talk to people and educate people, the the more healthy society is going to be. And who knows if we can boost our immune systems and we can get our endocannabinoid system up, maybe future viruses don't even stand a chance, and they don't even make the news, and we don't even have a financial crisis like this because. They were never a factor because society was so healthy. Good point, man. I you know, I really didn't think about it like that. It's a really good point. You know, um, the CBD world is one that I do think it harms the THC world a little bit in terms of like the commercially available CBD. But we're all a group or we should all be a family. So I would say my advice to people at home is if you're going to CVS, you're going to Walgreens and you're not, you don't know what you're doing, read get the names, go home, do some internet research on it, and then go back and buy. Don't just dive in thinking, oh, this is CBD. It's the same. They're not all the same. I've tried a, a ton of THC CBD combinants and uh, uh, you just don't get the same effect from certain ones. That's for sure. You know, it's, it's, it's a difficult. Landscape, I mean, it's the know? difference between smoking cannabis and taking a dab and eating an edible. The yeah. effects are completely different across the spectrum. Exactly. You know, a good transition here is before we go to our break is with um, the advent of hydro, right? And getting it more perfected, more perfected every year. It just gets more fine tuned and more dialed in. What, where do you, where would you say to the novice grower, would you start with cannabis or would you start with something simpler where would you oh, go? Watch with that? out, Latham. I'm going to get preachy, buddy. I don't want to get preachy and stuff. Are you listening, Bosco? Give me the gospel, oh, baby. Man. Well, um, they call it lead for a reason, man. It's not hard to grow. <laughs> Good but the point. It ain't easy either. It's it's still it's it's still there's some uh, genetic quality that goes into it, some technique, if you will, uh, as a chef. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you look at some of the most sought after genetics in the world and you look at their natural traits and their characteristics, they were bred to thrive in a hostile environment. We're taking, we're taking plants and, and we're manipulating the genetics and, and, and we're turning um, hydroponics into a thing that's trying to be readily available for the home consumer. Right. And uh, when you're doing that and you're manipulating that, there's so many varietals and different um, variables that go into it, whether it be the cannabis strain or the hydroponic equipment or, or, or the, or the growing technique. It's just, it's like what we say in the, in the cannabis world and what we said on the show, when you, when you visit at that time, it, there's a thousand different ways to grow, you know, nobody's grow method or grow style is better than anyone else's right now. They're remarkably but, separate is what I found. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and you achieve different things through different methods, like a, uh, an extract grower, they'll grow completely different than a organic grower growing for weight. Yeah. Like, they'll be looking for yield and potency, you know? And if you're, if you're growing for edibles, you're never going to grow in soil because there's pathogens that you could be worried about. You're worried. You want to grow more in hydro because you have control over pests, diseases, and pathogens. So it's just that. It's just as different many ways there are for cooking techniques and styles. There's just as many growing and uh, um, harvesting and gosh, uh, final process techniques too. 
Right on. Okay, so we're going to go to the second break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Devin for a stony story, as we always like to do in our third segment on Days and Infused. Um, so, Devin, you'll take the break. Just think about some recent stony story. It could be about you, a friend, or anything that you think the people at home stuck in quarantine right now would enjoy. We'll be right back with uh-huh. Devin Langford. You might laugh. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward. We're here with the Hydro Chef, Devin Langford. Devin, when we left it, we were talking about Stony Story. So why don't you lay it on us and let's hear what you got. You know, I cook things. I grow things and I know things and in my travels in this industry, I've seen some, uh, my fair share of Chad accidents. And I'm going to tell you a little story about how a Chad flipped the grow upside down. Um, (laughs) in lighting, you have uh, several different voltages that you would plug in your uh, commercial horticulture lighting into. There's 120 volt, 240 volt, 277, 480 volt, and so on. If you know electricity, I'm speaking your language. If you don't know, then you're a Chad, and you probably have no business plugging in lights. Um, this poor Chad was told to go flip the switch on the generator. 
Chad didn't know any better, and the generator was set to 240 volt while they had 277 volt lights. Needless to say, those lights didn't survive that little switch of the generator. And Chad, who wasn't an employee, he was an owner's son because oh, Chad's dad always owns the facility, right? I mean, it's yeah. Chad, right? My dad owns a grow and the CBD company from China. Um, it didn't end well for Chad because he could get fired, which means Chad had to work for free. So yeah. the moral of the story is don't be a Chad. Learn don't be about a Chad. it before you're going to get into an industry. All right. Okay. So what happened to those so lights? The they just brown out. He just left it on. They browned. Done. Oh, it was instant, instant, instantly popped the uh, generator, broke the generator. And uh, me being a good salesman that I am, I was able to procure them a discount on the uh, original purchase because, you oh. know, I'm not a complete freaking Nazi. I you're a saint. I love it. Uh, I had to make sure they get taken care of. So if you need horticultural equipment or you need gardening equipment, you hit up the hydroponic chef. I'll even help you out when you have those unforeseen Chad accidents. <laughs> Chad. I love the word Chad. It's so, it's so true. Um, if, if you were to get into hydro, like we discussed earlier, uh, Who'd, who'd you call? Would you call you? Would they call your outfit and say, hey, I need a basic unit or what? Who's the best person to go to right so now? So here's the thing. Um, I'm lucky enough to be a part of uh, um, one of the biggest horticultural companies in uh, the world. And um, they have uh, relationships with the top brands in the industry like Gavita, General Hydroponics, Botanicare, Quest. You, you go down the list, they're part of the umbrella. And you know, if you're going to get started, you need to go with the people that you can rely on to give you the right information. And your local hydro store has been doing it forever. You came over to the studio. The studio was in the hydro store out there in uh, Long Beach. What you it's get very impressive. Is- very impressive, by the way. It And your guys know it in that store, know what they're talking about. Because yeah, they, they got 10 years of experience dealing with Chad and the bullshit that goes with understanding the industry. Um, we can all grow, but we can grow successfully together. And that becomes from sharing knowledge, uh, uh, group ventures, uh, sh- sharing the culture and embracing the plant. You, you want to talk about grassroots movements. That stuff started in the gardening world. They don't call it the grassroots movement for nothing. This is, you know, exactly. this has to do with, with people of a culture sticking together and, and, and making a way out of no way. And I'll, I'll, I'll take a speech that was given to me by a, uh, by the owner of the company before he sold his company for $120 million. You know, everything we were told our entire life was wrong. They said we would never make a job out of this game. We would never be able to make a career out of cannabis. You're never going to make a job out of cooking with cannabis. None of this stuff's ever going to be a possibility in your life. But it sounds like Latham that everyone was wrong and people like, you know, the old owner of the company who cashed out and people like you who found a way to make a way out of no way. They were the ones that were right. And everyone said that we could make a career out of this. They were the wrong ones. Exactly. So, I, God bless you. It's a new world. Yeah, because that's the that's the word. Believe me, everyone doubted me. Everyone, I'm sure, doubted you. Everyone, there was no, no, no. The more I heard no, the more I said yes, and I moved forward. Um, we're coming up to the end here. Um, believe it or not, it's all, it's a half an hour already. Um, what do you want to plug right now? Do you got anything dynamic you want to plug? Dude, honestly, Latham, you've just been so generous giving me this platform to talk about things. And I just want to take the opportunity to remind people that sustainable gardening is the way to go. 
And uh, just like people used to laugh at people making a career out of cannabis, they used to laugh at me using LEDs in the groves. And yeah. LEDs is a factor now. It's 2020. You have to take LEDs seriously now. And uh, if you're looking for the hookup on LEDs, uh, I can get you help out with the Gavita LED. That product is uh, revolutionary in the sense that it will outcompete any of the competition. We have 1,100 more diodes than any of our closest competing product. And that's the product I've really been selling to, to try to keep people in the sustainability and keep their power bills down while still achieving the same yield they're used to. You know, all my NorCal boys, all and women too, they all use Gavita. So there you go, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, player. <laughs> Upgrade to the LEDs. Exactly. 2020 I, like, I like the advice, man. Uh, Devin, it's been great having you on the show, and I, I'd like to have you back later. And uh, stay safe, stay by the pool, make more Shuggies inspired old fashions. That's my advice to you as your doctor on the air. And um, I hope to see you soon, man. I'll be down in uh, Long Beach pretty soon, hopefully. We'll see. And I'll come by and see you, okay? Hell yeah, stop by the studio. Thank you to uh, uh, Days and Infused and everybody out there. Shout out to everybody listening from your friendly neighborhood, Hydroponic Chef. Stay All lit. Right. Late some Shuggies, Hydro Chef approved. Right on. And once again, brought to you by Shuggies, that www.shuggies.com, where you can find delicious sugar and agave paired with the magical THC. Devin, thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you soon, hopefully. Hey, and check out the uh, Instagram giveaway. We're going to give a magic butter away to all your listeners. Right of uh, the folks over there. What's, your, what's you. your Instagram handle? Hydroponic Chef. Right on. We'll get people on that, and I'll blast you out tomorrow. Thanks so much, Devin. Talk to you soon. Thank you all. Cheers. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.